on today's episode of the Optimize for Impact podcast, I'm giving you the three most simple and foundational principles of nutrition that you can use to support and more quickly reach any type of health, fitness, wellness, or body composition goal you may have for 2023. So if you want the three most simple yet highest ROI nutrition principles that you can implement into your life this year, keep on listening. Hi, I'm Joseph Olschlager, and what you're about to experience is a brand new approach toward optimizing your health, wellness, and fitness so that you can fully thrive in both business and in life. But get ready because we're going against industry norms and we're saying no to hacks, shortcuts, fad diets, and tunnel vision on physique and appearance, and saying yes to simple, timeless principles of health and wellness to build a clear, powerful mind, a strong, capable body, and resilient vitality. So you can go get out there and fully pursue your purpose, maximize your impact, and live a deeply fulfilling, satisfying life. Welcome to the Optimized for Impact podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Optimized for Impact podcast. This is a podcast for you if you want the most simple, practical, straightforward way to building a lean, strong, healthy body so you can get out there and more fully live your life. Live a life that is rich in experiences, opportunities, and impact. If that's you, if that's your goal, you're in the right place. Now, today on the show, I want to give you the three, what I call foundational principles of nutrition. The three most simple, highest ROI things you can do to support any type of health and fitness goal you may have for this coming year. Now, as I'm recording this podcast, it's mid-January, and right now I believe that every single person on this globe is being targeted by some YouTube, Facebook, uh, Facebook or Google ad promoting some type of nutrition program, some type of weight loss program. It's just that time of year. And so we're seeing ads everywhere. Everybody's talking about it, which is cool because this is a great time of year to reset your goals reset your priorities, and make this a year that you make some strides in feeling better, looking better, moving better, and overall becoming a healthier, more alive version of you. That's an awesome goal. The problem is there is a ton of nutrition information out there that is just overcomplicated or that is excessive for most people's goals. For example, tons of diets like high level diets, like weighing and tracking macros are being recommended for a lot of people. And there's nothing wrong with that. Weighing and tracking macros is just an example, um, is a very um, useful tactic. It works. However, it's very time consuming. It's very laborious. And that advice just isn't needed for most people. It's useful for like bodybuilders or physique competitors who need a high degree of accuracy. But for most people, it's just a lot of time and effort. And it's a skill that isn't really going to help them be consistent past when they stop tracking, right? And that's happening. We're seeing this also with um, a bunch of diets being sold that just aren't designed for fast or that aren't designed for long-term sustainability. They're not designed to keep 
get you and keep results for the long term. So we're talking like fast, short-term things like the keto diets, um, carnivore diets, things that you're not going to stick to. It's not going to most likely become a lifestyle because they're just so restrictive. It's a short-term approach that will get you results for a couple weeks, but then when you stop it, they're all, they're all just going to go away. So the problem then with most of the information we're seeing out there being pushed via ads or social media is that it is overcomplicated and excessive for what you need to do, or it's designed for these fast, short-term results that aren't going to last. Now, I think if most of us are being honest, at the end of the day, that's not what we want. We want to be able to get results and sustain it, right? Like we want to get out of the diet cycle, lose the weight forever, be lean, be healthy, be energized, and stay that way. Not just for the couple of weeks that we're on this diet or not just for the couple of weeks that we're weighing and measuring every bite of food we put in our mouth. We want a simple method that can get us these incredible results, epic levels of health and wellness, and then so we can keep it and so we can get out there and enjoy our life more fully. That's what we want. And so on the show today, I want to cut through all of the confusion, the complexity, and the shortcuts or hacks that are being targeted and sold to you right now via Facebook ads with the most simple principles of health and wellness that will support any health or fitness goal. So if that sounds good, let's jump in to this episode and talk about what are these three timeless principles in nutrition that are going to help me out. Now, no matter what your goal is, whether it's a fitness goal, like you want to run faster, lift heavier, et cetera. If it's a um, physique goal, if you'd like to lose some weight, if you'd like to build a leaner body, if you'd like to see your abs this year, or if it's a just general health goal, if you want to feel good, you want to wake up with more energy, more focus, more mental clarity, break out of that brain fog and just look, feel, and move your best. These three principles are going to support any of their goals any of those goals. These are universal principles. They're going to help anybody with any goals. And they're very simple. The benefit of these as well is these give you a high ROI, a high rate of return or return on investment um, based on the time, energy, and effort you put into them. So that means that just by the little bit of effort it takes to do these three things well, you will get a massive payoff in returns of the results you can expect to get from these. These are high ROI nutrition habits. And the best part is they are simple. So what are they? Okay. Principle number one, eat enough protein. I talk about this all the time and yet it still stands as one of the most beneficial things you can do for any type of health or fitness goal. Now, why protein? To keep it simple, protein supports every structure in our body. So when you look at yourself, every square inch of you is built by protein. Protein is a component of all the physical structures in your body. Without it, we'd be just like this amoeba sack with floating jelly, which sounds kind of cool, but also a little bit boring. So protein gives a structure. It allows us to uh, replenish cells. So it's based in like when old cells get broken down, it, protein helps you build new cells, cells. It helps you build muscle. It helps you increase your strength because more muscle equals more strength. This gives you greater fitness. This gives you greater health and capability as you age and go into life. 
Muscle mass is one of the biggest indicators of aging in a manner of maintaining a high degree of an enjoyable life. So people that have a higher level of muscle mass as they age, as they go through life, have a much higher rate of living a life that is injury-free, um, higher outcomes, and are independent for much longer. So protein and muscle and lean strength are literally one of the most important things to maintain in order to live um, a life that is more fully alive, a life that is healthy and that is marked by being able to be fit and capable to get out there and do cool things. So the other benefit of protein, other than like allowing you to be live a kick-ass life and do cool things and be strong and stay fit and healthy, is that it is a what we call a satiating food. So protein through different processes, which we won't talk about here, when you eat it, you are much more likely to feel satiated, which is a fancy word for saying feeling more full or longer. So if you eat a meal with protein, with a high degree of protein, you are most likely going to feel and stay feeling full and satisfied for a longer period of time than if you ate a meal with a low amount of protein. The benefits of this is that when you stay feeling full for longer, when your appetite stays low for longer, you're less likely to eat more food. And when you're less likely to eat more food, you generally consume fewer calories during the day, like no sugar cravings or fewer sugar cravings, uh, fewer snack attacks type of things, which allows you to stay leaner much more easy. It allows you to even lose weight and keep it off. So protein is this kind of magical food, in a sense, that reduces your appetite, keeps you full for longer, keeps you lean, keeps you strong, and allows you to maintain these great levels of health, strength, and fitness just simply by eating enough. So the question is, what is enough protein? Now, the general recommendations, as they're put out right now, according to most nutrition researchers, are you want to eat 0.8 to 1 gram per pound of ideal body weight. So that sounds like a medical prescription. It's a little gross. Let's break this down. So 0.8 to 1 gram of protein per pound of ideal body weight. What that means, we'll start with ideal body weight. So that's pretty simple. That's what you want to weigh. So for example, I right now, as of this podcast, weigh about 178 pounds. So let's say I wanted to lean down to 175. My ideal body weight would be 175 pounds. So according to the um, recommendation, 0.8 to 1 gram of protein per pound ideal body weight, if I want to weigh 175, then I would eat between 175 grams of protein, which is one gram of protein per pound ideal body weight, which you want to weigh, or 0.8, so a little bit less than one. I believe 0.8 of 175. What you can do is plot your phone, type in your ideal body weight, so it'd be 175, and then multiply it by 0.8. It's gonna spit out a number. I think for 175, it's like 150 or 148 grams of protein. And so right there, I have my range. I wanna eat, ideally, between 145 grams of protein to 175 grams of protein a day. So what I can do with this is one, I could just 
look at the food labels that I eat. Like if I'm eating Greek yogurt, look, spin it around and be like, okay, cool. About a cup of Greek yogurt is about 20 grams of protein. Perfect. There's 20. Now, if I'm going to eat um, a steak with a meal, I'd be like, okay, I'm eating about four ounces of steak. What would that be? Look it up. Great. That's like 45 grams of protein. It's not. I'm just making up numbers. That'd be up to 65, right? And so you can look through your day. You can look at the food you're eating and easily figure out how many grams of protein am I getting. Easily is a little bit of a misnomer there because it does take a lot of effort to look at food labels and keep a running log of what you're eating. This is essentially what tracking macros is like. It's time consuming, but it's fairly accurate. An easier way to do this, which is the way I personally use. I don't really like tracking macros, weighing and tracking food because it's just so time intensive and it's so laborious. So here's what I do. I use what I call a hand portion system. Now there'll be a link to my Instagram. If you go to my Instagram pinned on the episode, you're going to see or pinned on my account, you're going to see a um, quick start tutorial of how to use hand portions. So you can go look at that over at It's Coach Joseph on Instagram, and you'll see what I'm talking about. Have some really good visuals there. But to explain it quickly on this show, for protein, I'm going to eat about four to six palm-sized portions of protein a day. That's going to be my target to hit my ideal body weight, 0.8 to one grams per pound ideal body weight. And so what a palm of protein is, is you look at your hand and it's just the circumference of your palm. So if you put your hand flat and not counting any of your fingers, your palm is what's the area that's left, right? And so a palm of protein is a piece of meat or some high protein food that is the size of your palm and about the thickness of your hand. And that's it. So what this allows me to do is when I'm eating a meal, I can just glance at my plate and be like, okay, I'm eating, for example, like shredded chicken today or a slab of steak. I can look down and be like, okay, awesome. That's probably like one to one and a half palms of protein. Great. That's so simple. I don't have to read food labels. I don't have to go look anything up. I don't have to weigh anything. I can just look at the protein foods on my plate and be like, okay, that's probably about two palm-sized portions of protein this meal. Perfect. And then all I have to do during the day to get the amount of protein I want is just eat between four and six of those palm-sized serving sizes of protein. And that's it. No weighing, nothing required. You simply just look at your food and go, okay, how many servings of protein are in this meal? Great. That's like one and a half or that's one. Perfect. Done. That's it. It can be that simple. Eyeball it. Think about, hey, is that about a palm-sized portion? Perfect. Now, there are other foods and other ways to do this, but it's very fast. You can see it all on my Instagram post. It's quick, and you can just eyeball your food and know exactly where you're at in like three seconds. The even more simple way to do this, if you don't even want to track how much protein you're eating and you just want the most simple way to get more protein into your diet, it's just shoot for eating some type of high protein food with every meal. You don't have to worry about portion size. You don't have to worry about any of that stuff. Just when you make a meal, ask yourself, is there a high protein food in this meal? And if not, how can I add it? For example, like I'm thinking of like pasta, just pasta, like spaghetti, basic spaghetti, noodle sauce. There's no protein there. Some spaghettis have ground beef in it, but it's usually not much. And so the thing would be, 
you just look at that and go, okay, I've got a lot of carb um, with the pasta, probably some fat in the sauce. How can I add a protein to this? And you can add in some meat or you could have something on the side of that meal. Just as long as you have some type of protein at the meal, you're good. And there you go. That's all you have to worry about. So it can be that simple. So to recap this, the first timeless principle of nutrition is eat enough protein. And there are multiple ways you can do that. The easiest is just making sure that you eat some type of high protein food with a meal or the way I like is use your palm and shoot for between four to six servings of some type of lean protein food per day. And it's that simple. Doing that alone is going to allow you to maintain a leaner body because it's going to help maintain muscle mass and lean strength, as well as it's going to keep you more full. It's going to reduce your appetite so you're less likely to snack on all the sugary things that you're going to have during the day. It's going to reduce your sugar cravings so that you can most likely lose some weight, keep it off, and enjoy being a little bit lean. So eat enough protein. That is the first timeless principle of health and wellness. The second, very similar, is eat enough vegetables. I know these aren't rocket science. This is not cool, but these are the general basics, the boring basics that work and have been tested by time. They're not sexy or flashy, but they work and they're so easy once you figure out how to implement them into your lifestyle. Okay, so why veggies? Veggies are loaded with nutrients and minerals. While protein is loaded with actual amino acids and proteins, vegetables are like the, they're one of the foods that are high. They're almost like a multivitamin. They're just high in all sorts of the nutrients and minerals that keep us healthy, that support all the systems and processes and chemical reactions that are constantly going on in our body. Vegetables are full of the stuff that allow those to work smoothly and work well. Additionally, like protein, vegetables are also satiating. So when you eat them, these are foods essentially that can help you lose fat and stay leaner because when you eat them, they will reduce your appetite and keep you feeling more full for longer into the day. So if you eat vegetables with most of your meals every day, you are going to be much less likely to, again, succumb to sugar cravings, snack attacks, or reach for those foods that you know you don't want to eat because they don't support the health and fitness goals that you have for your own life. So there's no official serving recommendation for vegetables. Like protein had an official so many grams per day. There's nothing for vegetables. So my recommendation is to, similar to protein, keep it as simple as possible. And like with protein, how we had the palm and the hand portion serving of a palm size of protein, vegetables are easier. It's just a fist serving size. So take your hand, ball it up into a fist like you're going to punch somebody, and that's the serving size of veggies, one fist. Now, for most men, ideally, you want to shoot for between six to eight servings of a fist size of veggies every day. For women, you want to shoot between four to six fist size servings of vegetables with your meals. Now, 
there are millions of ways you can do this with vegetables. You can add them to meals. So add them to stir fries, add them to like egg scrambles in the morning, eat them on the side. We're talking fresh vegetables. You cook up or eat fresh. We're talking canned veggies, right? There's tons of things you can buy in a can. We're talking frozen vegetables. Grab them, thaw them, use them however you can. I add vegetables to most of my meals. I find ways to either eat them on the side, like a handful of peas or a tomato or a handful of baby carrots. I find tons of ways to add them into foods. So if whenever I'm cooking any type of saute thing or soup, I add tons of veggies in, cabbage, onions, broccoli, garlic, squash, whatever I can get my hands on. Because again, they're full of nutrients, full of minerals, and they keep me feeling full. Those help me lose fat, stay lean, and stay energized and healthy. Now, the other big hack, which I learned from, oh, I can't remember her name, a nutritionist from Canada, was create something that she calls the veggie bucket. So use vegetables that you like as snacks. And so what she does every week is she gets a big container and she'll buy a whole bunch of veggies she likes. She'll buy pickles, she'll buy cherry tomatoes, she'll buy baby carrots, she'll chop up um, English cucumbers. And in 20 minutes, after she goes to the grocery store, she buys a ton of veggies, she comes home, and in less than 20 minutes, she has this, I mean, usually it takes her, I think, like she said, five minutes to prep it. She has this massive container full of veggies that she likes to eat, which she can eat for snacks anytime during the day. She places that in her refrigerator, front and center, where she sees it. So if you're like me, who when I'm bored or distracted, just goes to the fridge and opens it up, just mindlessly, uh, then you see your vegetable tray, your veggie bucket right there waiting for you, and you can grab a couple and eat them. And this, again, because veggies are highly filling, highly satisfying, when you mindlessly snack on veggies, or you put them in a place where you're highly, much more likely to eat them, like front and center in your fridge, then go into your pantry and grabbing the chips, Doritos, um, snack crackers, cookies, etc. You are going to reduce your overall caloric intake so so greatly if you're eating vegetables for snacks a little bit more than you're eating processed high calorie foods. So using vegetables, getting them into your day via a veggie bucket, like the snack idea, or just finding ways to add them into whatever meal you're eating either in the entree or as a side, that's gonna keep you feeling more full for longer. It's gonna reduce your appetite and it's gonna load you up with tons of the vitamins and minerals that are gonna help you feel better, sleep better, experience less stress, move better, heal better, all those incredible things. It literally helps with everything, okay? So again, the recommendation, what I recommend you shoot for each day is six to eight fist-sized servings of vegetables and you put on your plate, you just look at, okay, is there about a pile about the size of a fist? Perfect, that's one fist. For men, shoot for six to eight, and for women, you're shooting for four to six. Now, keep this in mind, I don't always hit that every day. Don't get crazy about it. You don't have to get um, stuck in the whole perfection thing. Just do what you can, and anything you do is going to be better than if you don't do it right? So those are the goals to shoot for. Go for it. Let me know what you find because vegetables are kind of a funny, um, they're kind of a funny one because a lot of times I think 
we view them as either one gross, but a lot of times you just haven't found the way you like to eat them or you haven't found the veggies that you enjoy yet. Or two, as just overrated, everyone's like, oh, I know, vegetables. Because we all know they're good for us. But the thing is, can we actually eat them? Can we implement and act on that knowledge rather than just know it but not do anything about it? So they're often underrated. They're often a little bit boring. If you find creative ways to work them into your day that you enjoy, let me know over on Instagram because I'm always looking for creative ways people work more vegetables into their daily lives in a way that they enjoy. So we've talked about the first two principles, eat, eat enough protein, eat enough vegetables. The final one, principle number three, is to stay hydrated. Now, I like to make a distinction here. Staying hydrated versus getting hydrated. There is a difference. Staying hydrated means maintaining, spending longer periods of the day in an optimal state of hydration rather than letting yourself get dehydrated, drinking a ton of water, getting back into a state of hydration, and then again, letting yourself get dehydrated again. That's like an up, down, up, down, up, down, in and out of the hydration state versus staying hydrated, where you just sip water continually throughout the day to keep yourself in that optimal state. Now, when we slip out of an optimal state of hydration, we are bound to feel more tired and fatigued. We are going to lose some of our ability to focus on tasks, mental tasks. We will have decreased cognitive and mental performance. We are going to have decreased athletic performance. So workouts aren't going to feel as good as if you're hydrated and you're going to have an inhibited ability to recover from stress whether we're talking physical stress like exercise or whether we're talking cognitive stress, stress of worry, stress of things to do, all those things that are sitting in your brain of like, ah, got all this stuff I got to do or all these things I'm worried about. When you stay hydrated, maintaining, staying in a state of optimal hydration will allow you to avoid or minimize a bunch of those negative things. And it'll allow your body and brain to work well and to stay in an optimal state of performance. So we want to find ways we can stay hydrated, maintain inside that optimal zone versus getting hydrated, falling out of it, drinking a bunch to get in, get back into it, etc. Additionally, before we talk about the strategies we can use to stay hydrated, additionally, a recent study linked staying hydrated to fat loss. And so what they found was was that drinking more than, and this was in women, so this isn't something you can just apply to everyone, but the principle applies. In the study, they found that drinking more than one liter of water a day led to over five pounds of fat loss maintained over 12 months. So essentially, these women that drank more than one liter of water a day lost five or more pounds and kept it off over the course of 12 months just from drinking water alone. Okay. That's pretty cool because there was no exercise plan, no diet, no nothing. And five or more pounds is pretty impressive. That's awesome. Just by drinking water, just by staying hydrated. So for fat loss, for health, for performance of physical and mental proportions, we want to know how do we stay hydrated? How do we do this thing as simple as drinking water? Well, I've got three tips for you. 
These I have seen time and time again through so many different experts of nutrition, performance, and hydration. And everyone seems to agree that these three things are some of the most simple ways you can stay hydrated versus get hydrated. The first one is when you wake up, drink a big glass of water soon as you wake up. So me personally, wake up in the morning. The first thing I do is I go pee, take care of that. And then I walk into the kitchen and drink a big glass of water. Now, the reason why this is so important is during the night, as we sleep, right? We're sleeping five to eight or more hours. During that time, we're breathing water off in our sleep. And so we always wake up in this slightly dehydrated state because we've been breathing water off all through the night. And so as soon as we wake up, to, in order to kickstart our hydration, we want to drink a big glass of water as soon as we can. And I have found that when, man, I started doing this about two to three years ago, and I noticed a big jump in how I felt. Energy was better, alertness was better, and performance was much better when I got a quick jump start on my hydration at the start of every day. So tip number one is as soon as you wake up, one of the first things you do during the day is just drink a big glass of water. Kickstart your hydration. The second one is to drink a glass of water with each of your meals. You can do it before, you can do it with, you can do it after. There was a myth years ago that said that if you drink water with meals, it will reduce your digestion, right? The thinking was, oh, it'll dilute your stomach acid and that'll lead to poor digestion. Isn't true. That's been researched over the last 10 years. Everyone says, studies show, doesn't work that way. That's not how acidity in the stomach works. So drink a glass of water with your meals in order to hit, for most of us, we eat three to four meals a day, right? Most most Americans or most, um, uh, most people eat three to four meals a day. And so that gives you, by drinking a glass of water with each meal, that gives you a set point during the day where you're getting at least three or four good glasses of water in. So if you drink yours as soon as you wake up and then you drink a glass with each meal, right there, you're at four to five glasses of water without anything else happening. That's awesome. Now, the final habit here, the final practice you can do to stay hydrated is what I call a water trigger. And so this is where you keep something like a water bottle or glass of water close to you as you go through your day. So at work, if you go to an office for work, or if you're um, working outdoors or just whatever type of job you have, take a water bottle with you and keep it close to you. Because research shows that if it is simply in your near environment, if it is around you while you're working, you are much more likely subconsciously to engage with that thing. You are much more likely to take sips of water if it is close to you, if it is within almost reaching area of you. So what I do is no matter where I go, and if you know me, you've probably seen me show up to events with a water bottle. Like wherever, no matter where I go, I almost always take a water bottle with me and I have it with me and around me. And that way I'm much more likely to be able to sip on water. And being able to do that allows me to stay hydrated, stay in my optimal zone where I feel good and I perform my best. So stay hydrated versus get hydrated. The three tips are to drink a glass of water when you wake up, drink a glass of water with each meal, and keep some source of water close to you as you go throughout your day. Now, 
How much is too much? Is there a recommended amount? There is no recommended amount of water because it varies vastly between individuals and it varies vastly even during your environment, obviously. Like for you individually, even though you're the same person, right? Wow, that's not changing. Um, if you're in a hot environment versus a cold, if you're exercising a ton, if you're not, your needs are going to change. So the recommendations are the easiest way to know, am I drinking too much? Am I not drinking enough? Am I hydrated? Is the good old fashioned pee test. So when you urinate, the general ideal color showing that you are adequately hydrated is something that looks like watered down lemonade. It's a very pale yellow color. That is great. Completely clear urine is actually a little bit overhydrated. So if you're seeing clear, it's not a bad. It just means you can slow down a little bit and you'll be okay. Anything darker than that light lemonade pale yellow color means you are probably moving toward some level of dehydration. And so you'd want to take a couple more sips that without having a, um, solute tester, like some athletes use to determine your hydration status, which isn't needed for the everyday person, just gauge yourself. Whenever you go to the bathroom and pee, just look at the color. And from that, you can know, should I drink a little bit more? Can I slow down a little bit more or am I right on track? So that gets to the end of our three timeless principles. It's eat enough protein, it's eat enough vegetables, and it's staying hydrated. Now, these are pretty simple. But for many of us, just because they're simple doesn't necessarily mean that we do them. So what I highly encourage you to do is to choose at least one of these protein, veggies, or hydration. And for the next week or two, have that be your primary focus. Have that be the one thing that you're focused on seeing, like for example, protein. For the first couple days, just observe how much protein am I eating? Am I probably eating that four to six palms of protein, that just good, easy, quick, easy way to, to think about getting enough protein? Am I eating more than that? Am I eating less than that? Like, just what do you think? And then for the next couple of days, you can practice if you aren't eating enough or if you wonder if you are, you can practice finding different high protein foods and finding ways you can fit them into the meals you're currently eating so that you can bring your protein intake up. And again, you're going to see some pretty amazing benefits no matter what your goals are because of all the awesome things that protein can do for your body, right? And so just pick one of these things. Look at it, use it, you, like take a week or two to observe how you're doing in it, find ways you can improve it. And then once you have made some steps to improve that skill, that habit or that practice, then go to the next one. Okay. You don't need to do a crazy diet. You don't have to start any extreme overwhelming, you like 10 step influencer morning routine here. Just simply focus on one of these things, get a little bit better at it doing it consistently and doing it well, and then move on to the next one. Because the beauty of these are, once you build these principles into your lifestyle, once you've gotten to the point where you're pretty good at always eating a source of protein with a meal, you're pretty good at working a decent amount of vegetables into your day. You're pretty good at staying hydrated. 
these things now, you do them automatically. Like there's no effort required. It's just a part of your lifestyle. And at that point, you have automated these practices, these habits, these principles into your life. And since they're not something you have to consciously think about, they are in the background continually kicking out the benefits for you. They're keeping you leaner. They're keeping you energized. They're keeping you sleeping well. They're keeping you moving well. And it's just something you naturally do because they have become habits. That's the beauty of things like these principles that are designed to be things that last the long term. Once you master them and once they become a part of your daily routine, they are there forever and they are continually kicking out, producing the positive benefits that support any type of health and fitness goal. That's the beauty of these things. So when you master them and when they become a just bedrock or a foundation, whatever else you want to do with your health, fitness, or nutrition, you're automatically going to be getting better results simply from doing these frequently and doing them well. Thank you for tuning in. I hope that this gives you a simple place to start. If this year, if you want to get healthier, if you want to make improvements to your fitness, energy, et cetera, you want to lose some weight, these are three places to always come back to and three principles to build on as you go. If you do these well, you're going to love the results you see. And once you do them well, you can go and try some different things. You can try some diets. You can try some higher level strategies. You can do whatever you want. But those three things are going to give you a high ROI for the time, energy, and effort that it takes to do them. So if you found this episode helpful, the one thing I ask, my biggest request is that you simply share it with a friend or jump in and leave me a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This, if you do this, it helps get this message out to more people and you can join me in my mission of helping 1 million people live more fully alive just through simple health and wellness principles. So they can forever break out of the diet cycles, free themselves from fad diets, and live more fully alive. So please rate, review, and share the show with people that you know could benefit from hearing it. Finally, let me know what you think of the show. If you have any questions, if you have any topics you'd like to hear me talk about, definitely reach out to me on Instagram at It's Coach Joseph. Would love to hear them, would love to connect. If you have any questions about nutrition, if you're just starting any type of wellness plan, health plan, nutrition plan, and you have questions about it, please, please, please feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. I would be happy to help you plan out a simple principle-based plan, not a fad diet plan, so you can get results, keep them, and get out there and live a kick-ass life. Live more fully alive and do cool things. So thank you for tuning in. I hope that you found this helpful. These are three principles I continually come back to and have built a lot of my approach on, and I hope that these serve you well. All right, I'll see you next week in the next episode of the Optimize for Impact podcast. Take care.